Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard all across the world, wide web. Hello. Listen, you all know that the goal of my show is to motivate, excite, and influence, and we're going to do just that today uh, with another phenomenal author spotlight. I love authors and we love to feature authors on this show. So listen, follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Charvette. Connect with me on Twitter. Hello, Twitter. Uh, Tweets, uh, connect with us over there. Twitter.com slash Charvette. We appreciate those that are listening in from all of our various broadcast stations. Those that are listening in from my mobile app, and maybe the Alexa device. We are glad to have you uh, joining us and certainly um, those all uh, across the world, wide web, iTunes and all that. All right, so uh, we're jumping on in today uh, with another dynamic segment. Back by popular demand, Reverend Dr. Kanisha L. Atkins uh, is joining us. I'm telling you what, uh, she is a lifelong learner who holds several academic degrees, including a Bachelor of Arts in English Literature from Virginia Commonwealth University, a Juris Doctor from the University of Richmond School of Law, a Master of Divinity from the Samuel D. Witt Proctor, Proctor, excuse me, School of Theology, Virginia Union University, we got friends over there, and a Master of Social Work from Virginia Commonwealth University with a Clinical Counseling Concentration. Listen, uh, you heard her before on the show when her first book came out, Help, There's a Judas on My Job. Uh, But she is back now in the virtual studio to talk about her second book, Less Than Virtuous, More Than Capable, Affirmations for Everyday Women. And I'm super excited uh, to have Reverend Dr. Atkins back on the show. Hello and welcome back. Hello, hello, Charvette. Thank you so much for having me back on your show. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Uh, So it's been a a couple years, and now you are back hot on the scene with this new book, which is a a little bit different different topic than the first book. And so uh, tell the listeners what took you in this direction for your your most recent book. Absolutely. So for a few years, I've been attending this conference in Atlanta called the Women in Ministry Conference. And one of the presenters about two or three years ago said that there are at least 111 named women in the Old Testament. And it just floored me because, you know, I had to struggle maybe to name 11. And this is in light of me being a preacher. I'm a PK, which is a preacher's kid. I've been in a church all of my life. And yet I could not begin to name 111 women. And so I decided I wanted to know who are these 111 named women. And I started Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. And of course, you know, in Genesis, the first woman we encounter is Eve. And so 
another thing I noticed is that most of the stories about women in the Bible tend to put us in a very negative light. And so I wondered, I wondered, what would it be like if the story had been told from the woman's perspective? Maybe what she thought, maybe what she felt, maybe what she might have said. So the story is not changed. So when I deal with the stories, I, I take it from the biblical text. The outcome is still the same, but the woman is the protagonist. Tell it from her perspective. And and also, as you said, I do have a master of um, in social work with a clinical concentration. Yes. And one of the things that we learned in, in that area is a therapy technique called strengths-based therapy. What that is is where you focus on the strengths and the positive parts of a person rather than what are considered weaknesses and, and uh, you know, failures or faults. And, and you draw on those strengths to help you build and, and be better and do better. And so I took the stories of women who are named in the Old Testament, and I focused on strengths. So if, for oh, example, can I tell you the strength that I gave to Eve? Absolutely. All right, so we know that Eve, anybody who is a Bible reader, knows that Eve is always blamed for the fall of creation, for the fall of humanity. Uh And so what I did is I used what, uh, you know, we preachers like to call our sanctified imaginations. So I used my sanctified imagination, and I retold the story of Eve and Adam in the garden from her perspective of a woman who is newly uh, married to the man who said he's going to protect her and take care of her. And then all of a sudden they get in trouble and both of them get in trouble, but she feels like perhaps her husband is throwing her under the bus because Mm -hmm. he says, well, you know, the woman you gave me, God, (laughs) she was the Uh one who did this. And, and then, and then, even though Adam is is disciplined and the serpent is disciplined, you know, Eve might be feeling like she's kind of being punished very harshly because she's told that she's going to have to bear children in pain for the rest of her life. So the very thing that should give her joy is giving her pain. Oh, wow. So I asked myself, where is the strength in all of this? Well, the strength is that in spite of her pain, she gives life. And so for anybody who is going through something where they're dealing with a lot of pain, they can find affirmation in that they can still be productive and give life. Oh, that's good. That's good. And I love the angle that you are that you have taken with this book and this perspective. Uh, I know that I've read uh, before on the on the internet. Uh, history may be told a little different if the lion was able to tell his version of the hunt versus the hunter telling his version. Look, say it again and louder for the people in the back. <laughs> In the, for the people in the back. For the people in the for back, the people say it <laughs> Wow. Because it's so true, because it was, you know, the Holy Scriptures inspired, certainly by God, but written by men. Exactly. And so exactly. their perspective is going to be their right. perspective. 
Exactly. And they are the stars. You know, when we read the various texts, the men are yeah. the featured stars. And But but there are women in there who are significant. Um, and so we just have to take some time and try to figure out what might they have been thinking because they didn't just take things lying down. They didn't just take it right, lying down. Right, right. They had some thoughts. They had some feelings. They had some actions. Um, you know, another one of my favorites is Delilah. A lot of people know the story of Samson and Delilah. Yeah. Now, we know that Delilah has been given a, a really bad rep because, you know, mm-hmm. she, sold, she, she got the truth out of Samson about how he could lose his strength, and he ended up uh, getting all of his hair cut off. And, you know, a lot of people would say, well, Delilah was just conniving and underhanded, and, you know, she sold him out. Again, how do you find the strength in that? How do you find the strength in that? What I saw is, yes, she was conniving, and she she did some things that, you know, maybe are not to be applauded, but but she was a woman who knew how to get to the truth. Look at and that. that is a strength. And that's a strength. And that's strength. And yeah. that's a strength. Wow. And so uh, I remember I was uh, researching and, and looking up Miriam, a Moses sister. And yes. uh, the early accounts of yes. her, they don't even say her name right. until later. Then they exactly. say the prophetess, yes. Miriam. Um, but she had power on her the whole, all along. Yeah, um, and, and but I. It, and but it wasn't later. Yes, she's in the book. <laughs> oh, good. Too. That's my You know, I, I don't. I don't address the the whole 111 in this book. There will be other books to come, but in this okay. one, I do address Miriam, and and the story of Miriam. Like you said in the beginning, we don't even know who she is. It's not until later, um, probably when she and Aaron, you know, protest. Moses, you know, being married to this woman who, you know, they're having some issues with. But the strength is that Miriam was a prophet. Like you said, just like her brothers, she was a prophetess. And the strength is that the people valued her so much that they would not move their camp until Miriam was healed. Because after she and Aaron kind of, you know, got a little bit salty mm-hmm. about Moses's new wife, Miriam um, was afflicted with leprosy. I think that's probably what we would think of it as today. Right. And the people, however, they had planned on moving camp. They were, they were still on the move, but they decided not to move until Miriam was healed. That's strength right there. That is strength Absolutely. right there, that, that a whole camp decides we will not go forward until this woman of God is healed. And and, and I'm still feeling some type of way. I'm going I'm, I'm to ask God one day, like, what what what's up, what, what happened to Aaron, Lord? Like, okay, why did I feel I one-sided? Exactly. Okay, see, good, that's the good. thing. All right. yeah, I address how, you know, they were both... <laughs> Right there, they had both complained, mm-hmm. but yet she was mm-hmm. the only one, according to the story, she was the only right. one who was afflicted. And so, and so the way that I tell the story is that Aaron was so terrified at what happened to her that he began to plead with Moses, please ask God to heal her, because he didn't want it to happen to him too. 
Oh, and so again, and okay. so again, you know, it's not written in the scripture, but we have to understand these were thinking people. You know, this this is not yeah. a one-dimensional story. The Bible really is a living, breathing document. And as generations go forward, we have to understand that there is so much in there that is not written. Yeah. Not, wow. Not from this Genesis is good. to Revelation, so much that's not written. But and there was a lot of research that I had to do. A lot of research um, that I had to do to, you know, find out like family lines and cultural customs and traditions and habits because I really wanted to be true to the times and the text. But I had to give a voice and strength to those women who were in there. Thank you, and thank you for doing that. Uh, listeners, if you just tuned in, welcome. You are listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, uh, and we're here in the virtual studio with Reverend Dr. Kanisha. Uh, I'm telling you what, this is uh, this is amazing, and, and I love that you pointed out how many women have been uh cited in the Bible, uh, so many that we can't even put them in this, this first book. We got we got some more books exactly um, to, <laughs> to write about. Uh, and so they're affirmations, and, and, and you say they're for everyday women. What is an affirmation? So an affirmation is something that an individual would say to herself or to himself, Um, that can help you to shape your day in a positive way, that can help you to stay focused on things that you might need to do, that can help Mm -hmm. you to feel better about yourself, that can help you to see a situation in a more positive light. And so affirmations are always something that are going to lift you up and help you to see better and think better and do better. Oh, that's good. That's good. And so I know that people, while they're listening, they're they're saying, "Okay, so how? Wait a minute. I, I know I know y'all not finished the interview, but where can I where can I get the book? Where can Absolutely. I where can I pick up the book? <laughs> All right. So it is available well, online at Amazon.com. So if you log on to Amazon.com and put in my name, Kanisha L. Adkins or Kanisha Adkins. I'll come up and you'll see both of my books. You'll see the new one, Less Than Virtuous, More Than Capable, and you'll also see the first one that I did, uh, which is Help, There's a Judas on My Job. Uh, also, I have a website, which is KanishaLAdkins.com. If you go on there, you can take a look around, uh, read some things that I've written. I actually have the story of Delilah on the website and there is a media tab. If you click that media tab, you, you can go on there and order through that, and that will take you directly to Amazon as well. And then there's also um, an event that I'll be participating in in March. It is a Women's Health Summit okay. on March the 9th, and it will be um, at the Claude G. Perkins Living and Learning Center, which is a part of Virginia Union University. I'll be there from 11 to 4 as one of the vendors. So if you want to purchase the book ahead of time and then bring it to me to sign, or if you want to purchase a book on site, I can pur- you can purchase it there and I can sign it for you there. So those are the ways that you can get it online through Amazon or come and see me on March the 9th at the Women's Health Summit. Wonderful. And um, the location, the exact location for the Women's Health Summit? The Women's Health Summit, it will be at Virginia Union University, 1813 Bath Street, 
Richmond, Virginia, and that is the Claude G. Perkins Living and Learning Center. And if I am not mistaken, it is a free summit. Oh, all right, listeners. We like free. We like free. (laughs) I think it's a free summit. Free 99. Yes, yes. 3.99. How important is it? (laughs) How important is it to for I would say millennials even and our teens to really know about the strength of women uh, in the Old Testament um, and in the Bible period? Why is that so important? I think it is so important because once again, as we were saying earlier, uh, or rather just a few minutes in the show. The Bible is written, um, inspired by God, but written from what we know by men. Now, there are many texts in the Bible that scholars would argue have been written by women, but the names on them are those of men. So it's so important that we understand that there is a female presence in the Bible uh, because there is a female presence in God. The the Spirit of God, when we look back at the uh, original language, the Hebrew, it is a word that it has a feminine connotation. And if humanity was created from God, that meant that God had both male and female within God. And so it's so important that people understand that the female presence in the Bible, and particularly in the Old Testament, is not just a negative presence. It is a positive, strong presence, and, and, and it is a real presence. And even though I'm only focusing mm-hmm. on the women, these affirmations are absolutely for men as well. Because, again, you know, I might say, well, there, there's this lady named Charvette Mitchell who has an online uh, radio talk show. Well, I use you as the example, but there are men who have online talk shows, too. Right. And, and so I'm using the women as examples um, to, number one, I want to educate people because there are a lot of names in here that we have probably never heard of. You know, I had never heard mm. of Cosby, C-O-Z-B-I. Mm. I had never heard of Elisheba. I had never heard of Aksa. You know, there's so many names in here. And, and so we need to give voice and give stories to these women. Many times, only their name is mentioned. And so what I did to create that story is I looked at the family line, I looked at the customs, I looked at the context in which her name was being mentioned, and I told her story and gave her strength. And so again, I think it's so important for millennials and everyone to know about the women in the Bible Um, so that we can understand that uh, we are a dynamic people. We're not flat. It's not just a male-oriented society. It is a society that is made up of men and women. Women didn't just come on the scene post-Bible. We were on there pre-Bible and during Bible. (laughs) That's right. Let's get it. Don't get it twisted. Let's get it straight. That's right. That's right. That's right. Wow. So let's do this. Uh, Listeners, we're going to take just a very quick commercial break. And then when we come back, uh, I definitely want to, uh, you know, just chat a little bit more about your recommendations for just women uh, to continue, you know, this year 
strong. Uh, you know, we started out the beginning of the year strong. A lot of people have affirmations. They're journaling and vision boards. And, you know, so now we're, we're rolling out of February and rolling into March. And, you know, some people have, have kind of lost a little fire. So I love um, just from your own perspective and, and things that you do, uh, just some tips to help women in particular. Men, you can catch them and grab them, too, uh, <laughs> to keep going strong in uh, in this year. So, listeners, we're going to take a quick commercial break, uh, and then when we come back, uh, we're going to have some, some tips and some things for you. So don't move. We're going to be right back. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Charvette will be back after this. You don't know Knowing your breasts can save your life. Go to knowyourgirl.org for the facts you need on breast health. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. Titans, go! When the Teen Titans go to the movies, they know the best way to travel is safely. Hollywood, here we come! Budget! And you know it's super... To keep your child safe, be sure to use the right car seat for their age and size. Exactly. I know your feelings. We're finally on the big screen. Have a seat, my dude. For more information on finding the right seat, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Gotcha. That's a wise move. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Are you starting a new business, releasing a CD, writing a new book? Consider Mitchell Productions for your web design services. Visit www.mitchell-productions.com for portfolio samples, specials, and package prices. Remember, a website is not a luxury item. It's a necessity. Check out mitchell-productions.com or find them at facebook.com slash mitchellproductions. She's here to motivate, excite, and influence you. She's Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. Mitchell. It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show with in-depth interviews from today's leading authors, gospel artists, stars that you want to know about. And now, Charvette Mitchell. Hello, hello. Welcome back again. Thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, listen, tell people about the show. Let them know. Hey, jump over to Charvette.com. Uh, listen, hello, listen, download, subscribe on iTunes. All that good stuff, that's the power of the Internet. You can be listening at any time. <laughs> we appreciate uh, any anyone that's listening in. And so we're jumping back in um, to our segment with Reverend Dr. Kanisha uh, L. Atkins. Excuse me, Kanisha L. Atkins. Uh, and I'm telling you what, this book that you need to grab a, a hold of, Less Than Virtuous, More Than Capable, Affirmations for Everyday Women. Uh, And so um, just some more empowerment for women. Um, Reverend uh, Dr. Kanisha, what would you say to ladies that are listening in? Absolutely. So uh, you mentioned before we went to the break, you know, how a lot of people started off the year doing vision boards. I'm one of those people. Uh, how people like to <laughs> yeah. do journals. I'm not so much on journaling because I write all the time anyway. <laughs> but one of the things I would say is now everything that you've put on that vision board and everything you've written in the journal that you want to do, now start prioritizing and doing them. You see, it, it's because it, it can become very overwhelming when you have a vision board and you have all of these pictures on there and you have so much going on, but you really have to prioritize what can you do first, um, you know, mm-hmm. get some, some small victories maybe under your belt first, 
And so if the vision board, you know, includes a lifestyle change as far as diet and exercise, um, maybe you want to join a gym if you're able to. However, if you're not able to join a gym, maybe you can just go walk around a track or something like that. Um, If you want to change the way you eat, you know, instead of just, you know, going completely um, doing a 180 with your eating, you know, take baby steps, you know, start eating more fruits and vegetables. And, And the biggest thing is we will do whatever we believe we can do. And, and so when it comes to those affirmations, they help us to do those things. They help us to change the way we think and, and think about the things that we want to do. And, you know, the more you say it, the more you see it. And the more you see it, the more you can say it. And so I would just really encourage people to take those baby steps uh, take small bites, <laughs> and not just for food, but whatever <laughs> your plan is. Take small bites to do those things that you want to do. Get some small victories under your belt and build on them that way. Uh, definitely find some people who can partner with you. You know, And I would encourage people, you know, don't broadcast everything that you're going to do to everybody. You know, have a small right. circle of people because what happens is you will have setbacks. And things will not yeah. come out, you know, on the timeline like you want it to. But you'll have people asking you, well, when is it going to happen? And I thought you said you were going to do this. And, and you just don't need all of that in your ear. You really don't need all of that. And so just have a small group of people maybe who you confide in. Um, and you don't have to tell everybody everything. You may tell Charvette about this part of your life. You may tell Kanisha mm-hmm. about this part of your life. Everybody doesn't have to know everything that's going on with you. Um, Get some quiet time. Definitely have to get some quiet time in there where you kind of pull back, assess what you have done, maybe look at how you could have done it better or how you will do it better, Um, and again, plan what your next steps are going to be. But you can't do that if you're always doing. You have to pull back from the doing and do your own self-assessment and think about what's going on. And, and along with that quiet time is remembering that no is a complete word and a complete sentence. <laughs> That's good. A it's complete a complete word, word and a complete and sentence. A complete <laughs> sentence. And so, and that's one of the things I love about this summit that's coming up, the Women's Health Summit. Um, I think it's called mm-hmm. the um, the Superwoman Summit, where you have time for everybody else except for yourself. Right. And I believe that women who mm. are superwomen, and there are some men who are supermen too, haven't realized that no is a complete word and a complete sentence. And you don't have to answer the phone every time it rings. As a matter of fact, you can turn your phone off. How about that? <laughs> How about that? How about that? And if it's <laughs> what really a novel idea. What a novel idea. You can turn the phone off, and if it's really important, they'll leave a message. And you can call them back later. <laughs> and you can call back later. You can wow. call back later. That's how the phone works. You can actually call back later. But 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 that's what you know. What you have to do is get that quiet time and and just pull back and um, you know just sit with yourself and sit with your God 
and get some direction and get some rejuvenation and, and do that regularly. You know, the beginning of the year is not the only time to do that. Once you start, you know, maybe even once a quarter, maybe, you know, once a quarter in the beginning of each quarter, you want to do some assessment and see where you need to go and make sure you're on track. So um, just off the top of my head, Charvette, those are some things I think that work. Those oh, that's are some things that I definitely do. <laughs> and I know that you are an action taker and an accomplisher. That's why I ask that because certainly with a minimum of four degrees under your belt, you have started and finished things successfully. And so yeah. you you are someone that we want to take a good and kind advice from. And so certainly we are excited about um, your latest book that's out um, and I, just from this perspective, uh, you know, girls rule the world and all the Women's Day is coming up and, you know, International Women's Day is coming up. And so, listeners, you know, grab a copy, let's send, download. Is it available on, on iPad and all of that? Too? It is available on ebook. So, again, you can go to Amazon.com and you can download through Kindle. It is an ebook, or you can get it by paperback. Okay, so there you go. All of the options that you need to grab less than virtuous, more than capable affirmations for everyday women. Uh, and so my last question for you as we get ready to, to wrap up and all, uh, we want to know just what continues to motivate you. I am motivated by just about anything and everything. <laughs> Right. And so, like I said, I was at the conference a few years ago, and I was listening to one of the uh, speakers, and she men- made the mention about 111 named women. And so I was just curious. You know, it's this, like, an uh, internal curiosity. And uh, another thing that really motivates me is to be able to take all of the hats that I wear and try to mesh them together. And I even call myself a professional hybrid. And what I mean by that is I take the Master Divinity and the Ministry piece, I take the Juris Doctorate and the Law piece, and the Master of Social Work and pull them all together. And so that's really what motivates me. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, thank you so much for being a just such a gracious guest, backed by popular demand. Um, we will continue to connect with you on social media. Let listeners know one more time where um, they can connect with you on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. On Twitter and Instagram, Kanisha L. Atkins, and that is also my website, KanishaLAtkins.com. And on Facebook, you can find me under Reverend Dr. Kanisha L. Atkins, LLC. And if you want to call me, I am in the Richmond area. I do book talks and signings and workshops. You can give me a call at 202-854-1963. All right. And if you're hanging out at Charvette.com, we've got a great blog post um, with the full bio, and we've tagged on Twitter and uh, Facebook and great connection points there. So thank you so much again for stopping by the show. Thank you so much for having me, Charvette. I really enjoyed it. Oh, uh, it is our pleasure. It's our pleasure. Thank you. All right, listeners, that's going to be a wrap. Um, We're going to see you back again for another show. Check us out next week. Peace and love. Bye.
Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.